Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short daily Bible study every day, about 13 minutes only, but it gets us into God's Word, and that's important because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And it also, even this short period of time each day, helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and on our soul's salvation. Help people in your life who need to turn their thinking and their lives around. They need to start thinking about their soul's salvation, about their relationship with God, about eternity, because it's coming. Help them by sharing these short studies through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. But help them. You're, share every day with everybody you can, with your family members, friends, neighbors, work associates, with literally everybody you can. You may... Help turn a life around by getting them into God's Word through these short studies every day. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a blessing for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about the Bible, how precious it is, how wonderful it is and how we ought to really focus upon that wonderfulness and stop leaving it on the closet shelf, stop leaving it in a closed bookcase someplace or just on a bookcase shelf high up somewhere. Stop using it just as a display item and we need to take it and open it up and start reading it and studying it and using it to become the tool that God intended for it to be in our lives. What is the best-selling book this week on the market? The Bible. What will be the best-selling book next week on the best-selling list? The Bible. The week after that? The Bible. The week after that? The Bible. It always is and always will be the best-selling book on the best-sellers list. But you won't see it listed as such, unless maybe you go to some specialized list. But it does not matter. It always is the best-selling book every single week. Well, why? Because the Bible is God's Word. It is. It has a character that no other book has. It's a book that is for everybody. It is a book for every generation. It is a book for every age group. And the Bible is a book for every situation. We talked about that, and we could go on and on talking about that. The, the, the Bible is the only book that really authoritatively answers the big three questions of life. How did I get here? What's my origin? Where did I come from? Genesis 1 and verse 27. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. That, that tells me right where I came from. God created me. God created mankind, and he created us unique in that he created us in his image with a spiritual essence, a soul that is eternal. The second big question of life, 
Why am I here? What is my purpose? You know, a lot of people grope around through life wondering that very question. What is the answer to it? Why am I here? What is my purpose? Well, the Bible tells us we're here to walk with God, and we're here to ultimately live a life that will lead us to be with him for all of eternity. Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. God created us to be with him, to be his people, and he wants us to be with him for eternity in heaven. The third big question of life, where am I going? What's my destiny? A lot of people ask that question too. They, again, kind of go through the motions in life. They go day by day, but they don't really have an ultimate goal or destination that is fixed in their mind. Philip Brooks observed, the Bible is like a telescope. If a man looks through his telescope, that he sees worlds beyond, well, the different planets, right? But if he looks at his telescope, then he does not see anything but that telescope. The Bible is a thing to be looked through, to see that which is beyond. Oh, and it goes far beyond the universe, it, looks, it, it guides us to look into eternity. Have you peeked through God's telescope to see what lies beyond this world? Do we exist after death? Absolutely. If so, what can we expect on the other side? The Bible says that we definitely will live forever. We are on the way to our long home, Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 5 as compared to this rather brief vapor kind of existence of threescore and ten, plus or minus, James 4 and verse 14, and Psalm 90, verses 10 through 12. Jesus said, some shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. But understand both of those words, which are really saying the same thing, everlasting and eternal. That's our soul, Matthew 25, verse 46. The Bible is the only book that is alive in the ultimate sense. The Hebrews writer wrote this in Hebrews 4 and verse 12. For the word of God is quick and alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Again, Hebrews 4 and verse 12. The Bible has a characteristic that it will grow inside you like a seed grows in the soil, and it will make your life richer and richer and more and more abundant and fruitful. Luke 8 and verse 11, it will impregnate your heart as the male seed does the female womb, James 1 and verse 18. Martin Luther put it this way, the Bible is alive. It speaks to me. It has feet. It runs after me. It has hands. It lays hold on me. Well, in a similar vein, John J. Chapman said, you cannot criticize the New Testament. It criticizes you. You see, the Bible is not so much a book that we read as it is a book that reads us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 
not a book like we sit down and say, okay, I'm going to kind of relax now and enjoy a, a, a good novel. No, that's not what the book is at all, or what the Bible is at all. The Bible reads us. We begin reading it and we start seeing us within its pages as it describes human characteristics. But also we see the hope that we're longing for, that we're looking for, groping for, because it's laid out for us by God in his word right there in those same scriptures. The Bible criticizes us at times. The Bible, because of our faults, because of our weaknesses. The Bible is not so much a book that we read as it is a book that reads us. Other books give us information, but the Bible gives us transformation, Romans 12 and verse 2. The Bible is living because the Holy Spirit uses it to touch man's heart, to cut us to our heart. It's described as the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, Ephesians 6 and verse 17. It is inaccurate to say that the Holy Spirit does not convince, convict, and convert sinners today. The Scriptures tell us that the Word of God does exactly that. No sinner No sinner comes to Christ without the work of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God. That's the means by which he touches the heart. When Peter and the rest of the apostles were preaching and teaching on Pentecost, the text tells us in Acts chapter 2 that many were cut to the heart and they asked Peter and the rest of the apostles, What shall we do? That is the power of God's word. It's not not something that's going to just lay on us some warm, fuzzy feeling for a few hours. But no, it's going to give us the sense of worth, the sense of identity, the sense of hope and direction that all of us really are looking for in life. And it's the only book that can give us that, all of those characteristics, all of those qualities in the ultimate sense. The Bible is the only book that correctly tells us how to be saved. Think about that. Whoever printed the bumper sticker, read the Bible, free gift inside. (laughs) Whoever printed that bumper sticker got it exactly right. It is the gift of God that is salvation Now, it's not given to us indiscriminately. God expects us to come to him through Jesus Christ, repenting of our sins, confessing our faith in Christ as God's Son and our Lord and Savior openly, and surrendering our lives to him through baptism into Christ for the remission of our sins. That's our part. God's part is the saving part. God, the God of grace, saves us when we come to him for that salvation through Jesus Christ in the way that he's instructed us to. The Bible is the one that guides us in that direction. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6 and verse 23. Oh, many books, they purport to tell us how to be saved eternally, or how to to have a better life, how to be fulfilled in life. But the Bible is the one book that tells us the deep and abiding truth 
in all of these questions, all of these questions. The Bible guides us every step of the way, every day, if we will open it up and read it and take to heart those instructions, those footsteps, and put our feet into those steps every day, all along the way. We'll go a little bit further next time. Let's stop and pray. Father, your word is so rich. It is so abundant. It is so encouraging and hopeful. It also instructs us to turn away from sin, and it convicts us of that sin in our lives. But it doesn't leave us in the dark. It doesn't leave us hopeless. Your word gives us the hope of forgiveness and salvation. Help people see that, Father, and help them come to it. Help them embrace it, we pray. And use us to help people see your way for real purpose and the ultimate future and eternal home with you in heaven. Father, please forgive us of our sins, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.